How we doing out there, folks? Derek Sharp here back on a Wednesday. We did not do the show yesterday. It was kind of a birthday present. Probably won't have a show tomorrow just because, well, you'll understand here in a second. It'll be a long day for yours truly, but one that we're looking forward to bringing you as we'll be driving up to Jacksonville right after we finish taping this show and bringing you two softball games, which we'll preview coming up in our second segment. Some highlights from baseball last night and a game that uh, I was hoping would be quick due to my schedule today. And of course, Almost went four hours featuring a ton of walks and more FGCU runs than Bulls runs 12-4. to But they have a quick chance to forget all about that when they return on Thursday night against Memphis. Again, highlights of baseball coming up in our second segment. We're also going to put together a more lengthy Wednesday version of Around the American than normal at about 10 till. We'll give you recaps of baseball, softball, tell you what's going on in tennis as well. We're getting set for the end of the golf season we're not going to do a spring football recap. Sorry, if you really want to know how the other teams are looking in spring football in their games, then you can go find that out for yourself. We'll talk about games that are actually in season at about 10 till the end of the hour. So that's coming up. And again, in this segment, we'll preview a softball doubleheader that we'll have on the air this afternoon, beginning at 2. Get ready to hear two student athletes who were mentioned as the top performers in their sport by the conference here shortly. But we've got to begin with women's basketball and two bits of big news went down on Tuesday night. We were watching this while we were calling the baseball game. First of all, Elisa Pinzon officially announces where her graduate transfer season will take place at, and she had already announced that she was going into the transfer portal. It was really a nice message she put out on social media. She is going to be headed to the University of Maryland. More on that in a second. But she said via, again, her social accounts, these past four years have been amazing. Coming to the USA was always a dream of mine, and USF made that dream come true. Thankful for all the friends, memories, and lifetime connections USF has given me. I want to thank the coaches for helping me become the person and player I am today. Thank my teammates for believing in me and also being my sisters for life. This journey has been awesome, and I hold it close to my heart. Says she was grateful that she was able to compete and at the end graduate from USF in four years. She's decided to explore her options for her last year and is committed to Maryland. She will always remember where it started. Bulls Nation, thank you for your incredible support. Forever a Bull. And always good to get the note from your head coach on the way out. As Jose Fernandez said, E, appreciate everything you've done for our program, university, and the Tampa Bay community these last four years. I look forward to watching you graduate. And you will forever be a bull. Love working with Elisa. Some of the stuff that you guys don't see, obviously. She's not just a floor general on the court, but she was always very entertaining in airports. She was kind of like the organizer. She was always trying to, you know, make sure she knew what... I was actually impressed by this. She would know exactly where everybody's seat was. And she was always, of course, on Southwest, whenever the case may be, trying to make sure that she scored the best seat. But you could just tell that she loved everybody and she is going to be watched at Maryland. She was actually among the nation's leaders in assists. She came on during her freshman season, ended up leading the team despite not being a full-time starter, missed the first five games due to injury, 
and then in her second year, 2019-20, went right to the top of the charts in the American as far as assists. And then again, her junior year, she was not only one of the best in the country, top 10 in assists per game, but averaged 35 and a half minutes in a course, was a big factor in the conference championship win against UCF. So many games she hit clutch free throws, including in the conference tournament last year. And this season did the same thing against Oregon, scored 26 points, most at the free throw line at the end. That was the huge win that preceded the victory against Stanford, where she played against the defending national champions. The entire 40 minutes did it again against Ole Miss, team that the Bulls would lose to, but she gave out her heart in that game, did it several other times during the course of the season. In fact, starting with Wichita State, remember the Bulls had these close games back-to-back against Wichita State. She played the entirety of both of them, scored 22 points, and then three games in a row went to East Carolina, a tough Pressing defensive team and did not leave the court. Conference tournament, played a bunch of minutes again and finished her career with all but two minutes as the Bulls were getting defeated by Miami. Of course, Jose Fernandez wanted to take her fine point guard from Murano, Italy out and give her a little bit of recognition from the crowd. Now we watch her at Maryland, which is going to be an interesting story. Terps were a top five team for a little bit this year, slipped out of that range. They were in the teens and ended up as a number four seed in the NCAA tournament put the hammer down on FGCU in the second round 89-65 and then ended up going to Spokane for the Sweet 16 and giving Stanford a good game before losing 72-66 however a lot of their top contributors have entered the transfer portal on their end namely one of their point guards so Pinzon will no doubt be the starter all Big Ten performer Ashley Owusu enters the portal. Angel Reese, who was another Big Ten player for them. Mimi Collins, a top forward. So they lost basically five big players in about a day and a half. Now, if you haven't been following, and we've been talking about it here on the show, the Bulls have also seen some folks leave, including their two eligible for a fifth-year guards, Elisa Pinzon and Sydney Harvey, who will, of course, be announcing her new destination. We'll let you know where that is but also some other role players like Cristina Romejo, Sarah Guerrero, Mihaila Lazic, Odeth Betancourt, who in the latter two cases didn't play many minutes, so you can't really be surprised with that. The roster of my point is definitely is going to look different. But let me tell you, in addition to some transfers that are coming in, in addition to, of course, Atlanta Chinecki, who's going to be the no-doubt focal point of the team, but remember, Dulce Fankamengiadu is going to have an extra year, and that's going to be a big deal. And Maria Alvarez, we hope, comes back from injury. There are three new names that we'll tell you more about, but you should be excited about already. In addition to the one that is officially now announced as a transfer last night, Priscilla Williams, a former five-star recruit and McDonald's All-American, is now a USF Bull. Really cool graphic that the USF Women's Basketball Twitter page put out. Of course, she hasn't actually worn this jersey, but it looks like it. It was the throwback jerseys with the Brahmin logo on it, showing a smiling Priscilla Williams. And let me tell you, she can shoot the basketball. She is a 6'2 guard. She's from Houston, Texas. She would move to Missouri basically before her final three years of high school. In her senior season, she averaged 30 points and 10 rebounds. She played in one year at Syracuse, and as you know, or maybe you don't, I'll tell you, Syracuse had a situation with their coach where basically there were some issues and a lot of players transferred out. 
she actually played for him two years ago and did a fine job. She averaged nearly nine points a game, and she was really known as a three-point shooter. And, man, did she have some games where she hit some three-point shots. She hit eight of them in one game, her second game of her career, against Miami, and this was two seasons ago again. She was nine for nine from the floor, six for six on threes, scoring her career high with 26 points. Now, she would only average 8.7. And again, you look at that roster for Syracuse and especially look at some players that would just go on to be great elsewhere. Uh, Alicia Lewis comes to mind at UCF. She turned out to be a big three-point shooter for them. She didn't even hit a field goal in her one season at Syracuse. So you can't really extrapolate all the numbers. But what is definite is that she was a five-star recruit, and now she is a bull. Now, her season ended in the conference tournament that year with a rough ending. She was actually 0 for 9 from the floor in this game and had only played 8 minutes. But that's not the story. The story is she took a very scary fall, hit her head, and that put her out for several months. There was some hope that she would be able to play this last season for Syracuse. Of course, a team that the Bulls ran into and defeated in the Bahamas. But she had another injury come up. Never really got disclosed what that was, and she announced essentially in December that she was going to redshirt the rest of her season. Now Priscilla Williams is a USF Bull. Obviously, we'll learn more about her, but that was more than a small bit of news last night. And if you go to the roster on GoUSFBulls.com, it's up to date without Williams, but go down to the bottom where the other three names, and we'll tell you more about them down the road. A six foot three center type from Sweden, Emma Johansson. Also, Daniela Gonzalez, who is a six-foot forward out of Colombia, played for Central Point Christian Academy in Kissimmee this last year. And she already looks like a upperclassman in college with some of her moves. She can also shoot threes. And point guard, yes, that's going to be a concern for the Bulls. But I'm telling you, five-foot-eight Marina Asensio out of Spain. She is a showstopper, so they're going to be okay. But definitely going to be retooled. And don't forget guards like Ariel Wilson and Bella Weary will be returning as well, we presume. Everything's in flux. The, frankly, women's basketball team at USF hasn't been one that has seen a lot of players leave for the portal. But it seems like it's just the way things are going. However, Jose Fernandez is doing some outstanding retooling, if you will. And Priscilla Williams, the latest big part of that. And we wish Elisa Pinzon the best. American Athletic Conference on Monday always does the Players of the Week from the weekend in baseball and softball. Then it waits until later in the week for sports like golf and tennis and track and field. Well, yesterday, none other than your USF Bulls had the Student Athletes of the Week in two of those sports. We'll start off with men's tennis. And after Alvin Todorica got the honors and he continues his winning streak, it was my man from Belarus, Ivan Yatsuk. First of all, you know the tennis team is in a good spot when I kind of gloss over a win on the road against a ranked team. We harp so much on the importance of the defeat of Tulsa. And by the way, keep an eye out on today's tennis rankings release. I anticipate the Bulls getting closer to 40. They were in the mid-50s not too long ago. The ITA ranks teams on 275. And if you're in the top 40, you're pretty much a lock for an at-large for the NCAA tournament. Not a lock, but you're getting there. Now, Wichita State was right on the outer edge at number 75, but still the Bulls went to their place, the Shockers, and won. And Yatsuk lost his first set, came back to win 3-6, 6-2, 6-2. 
also won a key match against Tulsa as the Bulls had dropped the doubles point and had to win four of the six singles, and he took care of matters at number two. He also has been teaming up while ironically alternating between the top or the second spot with Chase Ferguson. Those two have teamed up for doubles, and they have gone four and two, including winning both their matches over the weekend. So 2-0 in singles, 2-0 in doubles for a team that won both times on the road. And those are two big wins for the Bulls, gives Ivan Yatsuk the American Athletic Conference Male Tennis Player of the Week. That win against Wichita, the Bulls were winning in all of the doubles matches and all of the singles matches except for the one with Yatsuk. And at number three were straight set victories for the Bulls. Antonio Muniz actually was about to lose his match. They let it play out after everything was clinched. He won his second set in a tiebreaker, 12-10. to 10. Then they turn around and played what's called a super tiebreaker, basically when the entire match result is clinched, if another match is still ongoing and heads to a third set rather than playing an entire third set. You just play a tiebreaker, whoever gets to 10 points first, and Muniz won that 10-5. to 5. That's why the Bulls won against the Shockers 7 to nothing. They have one match left in the regular season, and that's going to be the war on I-4. In Orlando, UCF is well below 500, but still ranked above the Bulls because of their schedule. That is indeed going to be a war, I can tell you, Friday afternoon. And then the conference tournament is next weekend in Tulsa. It's going to be more than a little bit interesting to see what seed the Bulls end up getting for that. Will the conference just strictly go by ITA national rankings, or will head-to-head wins factor in? We'll see. And as I've been saying, the importance of this stretch to end the season that has seen the Bulls now win four straight against ranked opponents has gotten them to the spot where they might not have to win the conference tournament. Might have to win one match, get to the semis kind of thing, to feel really good, get to the final, but they're still in a very good spot. So, Yatsuk, the American Athletic Conference Men's Tennis Player of the Week. Shaney Davila is the American Athletic Conference Female Track Athlete of the Week. Had a 13.03 time in the 100 hurdles at the USF Invitational, the best time in the conference this season, and how about 12th best in the country. She was also part of the 4x4 winning relay team. They are back at it this weekend. 